Hey everyone, it's Andrew Tate. Welcome to Welcome to Paradise It Sucks, the podcast about remarkable and riveting horror stories and the significant annoyances that can happen on vacation. We like to think of our podcast as relatable content, or widely understood. And while full-on horrific vacations are more of an exception than the rule, and we're glad for that, nearly everyone who has ever left home for a couple of days has encountered some kind of trouble, bad luck, or gross situation. A lot can go wrong when one travels for pleasure, and a lot does go wrong. From the anecdotes that we've shared on the podcast and the ones listeners have sent in, it seems like the most common vacation fails have to do with lodgings. The hotels, the motels, the hostels, the Airbnbs, the rental holiday cabins. Very frequently these places, and this most important aspect of the vacation experience, is what lets people down the most. And it's what casts a dark and tainted shadow on the rest of a vacation and can leave memories that can haunt the person for decades. We just want some place to leave our bags and sleep for a few hours. Is that too much to ask? The answer, from the many bad hotels and motels that inspired this show, is a firm yes. Yes, it is too much to ask. This is Welcome to Paradise, It Sucks, episode 14, Hotel, Motel, Holiday in Hell. We have three stories for you today about some of the worst hotel and motel experiences ever endured by innocent travelers. So let's check in at the front desk, grab our keycard, and go. Our first story comes from Mark. It's about a trip to Seattle in the 1980s, very much marred by a sleazy and alarming motel. This was back in the late 80s, so I'm like 10 years old. I was a huge baseball fan and lived in Portland, so the closest team was the Seattle Mariners. My parents would take me up for little weekend trips about three hours away to see a game. Tickets were cheap and plentiful because the Mariners absolutely suck. It required an overnight stay, we had this friend of the family who was this old ball player guy who knew everyone in sports and had connections in every major league town. And he arranged for us to stay for free in this hotel in Seattle that he loved. Spoke very highly of it. Great staff, great place, very nice. Not too far from the kingdom. I think it was called the Doombreaker Inn, something sand-like. Anyway, so that sounded great for all of us. Free hotel, free nice hotel, right by the stadium. We arrive in the Doombreaker Inn is not how our friend sold it to us. We remember that he was an old-time, rough-around-the-edges baseball lifer and had a different definition of nice place than we did. It looked like the kind of place where a low-rent minor league team from the 1950s would have stayed on the road. Cheap, filthy, he probably didn't remember why he remembered it so fondly, but it might have been because of the sex workers. There were many prostitutes hanging around the Doombreaker Inn, just like they probably had 30 years prior. So yeah. Not only were there some aggressive prostitutes that tried to get some business out of my father as he walked into the lobby, one of them said, the kid can watch. But it wasn't a hotel at all. It was a motel. And it was about 15 miles away from the kingdom in a very rundown and sketchy part of Seattle. But hey, free is free. We got our key. My parents always let me hold and carry the key as a way to be responsible. But I didn't want to this time because it was wet, cold, and sticky. We get to our room and it's all made up and everything, but there's just a vibe that something isn't right. Before we even stepped inside, my mom said on instinct and probably correctly, do not go barefoot in this room. 
and we didn't. We dropped off our bags, took some very tentative, foreshadowingly uncomfortable on top of the covers naps, and went to the game. We returned late that night and everything looked pretty much the same. Slightly fewer prostitutes milling around, but they probably just landed some gigs. We head in, watch a little TV, and then fell asleep. All in all, a good night. A good time had by all. Except for how we all felt very compelled to never let our bare skin touch the nasty shy carpeting. It was dark brown, but somehow looked dirty. Definitely something growing in it. We all wore flip-flops in the shower and carefully maneuvered to make sure our feet didn't touch the surface, getting socks back on to make it to bed, which were probably not a whole lot cleaner than the carpets. But eventually we all fell asleep, and then we weren't asleep anymore at about 2 a.m. But eventually we all fell asleep, and then we weren't asleep anymore at about 2 a.m. when someone started knocking on the door, but not our door, the room next door. And it continued for about two hours. This guy just didn't understand that who he was looking for was either not in that room, or wasn't going to answer, or was too strung out on heroin to answer the door, or noticed that someone was knocking. Two hours of fast knocking, and a guy shouted, Bob, Bob, hey Bob, are you in there, Bob? Bob, hey Bob, where are you, Bob? Open the door, Bob. Bob, hey Bob, you in, Bob? Just variations of those same six words, with a knocking for two hours. My father, prone to fits of rage and confronting strangers when they upset him, probably would have put an end to all this after about five minutes, but he was fast asleep, snoring through it all, not disturbed by any of this in the least, and only a little when me and my mom told him about it in the morning in the car after we peeled out at about 7 a.m. But hey, it was free. Oh, right before we recorded this, I found the real name of the motel. I don't want to say what it was, but I looked it up and it's no longer open following a deadly armed robbery attempt. Thanks, Mark. Next, we're headed to the recent past and the deep Midwest for a chain motel horror story from Welcome to Paradise It Sucks contributor, Trevin. In 2019, I was a groomsman in my best friend's wedding. Being from Kansas City, it's very trendy to have weddings on big fancy farms or wooded areas for the rural aesthetic. So my friend's wife-to-be found a beautiful place in a tiny town called Knob Nostra, Missouri. For a person who doesn't really travel, this was my off-brand version of a destination wedding. The drive was about an hour and 15 minutes from home, but being part of the wedding party, I had to be there for all three of the days, some starting really early, and others ending really late, and drunk. So we decided to get a hotel. Nothing glamorous, just a place to lay for the night and shower in. A lot of other friends and family had gotten hotel rooms in a nearby college town, Warrensburg. However, I have this fun quirk where I like everything to be really efficient. So I thought, why get a room in a nearby town when I can get a hotel in the town that the little picturesque farm was in? So we looked and found that there were two hotels in the town. A really shady little motel called Lacey's Country Inn and a generic value chain. My girlfriend and I booked a two-night stay at the latter. On the night of the rehearsal dinner, we came down the small highway. It was dark outside by this time. From the road, you could see into the hotel rooms through either cracks or missing pieces of the doors, or just have the doors so poorly on the hinges that it doesn't fully block visibility from the outside. Our room was in a separate building behind the main one that the office was connected to. Luckily, there was a hallway that led to our rooms, and no one outside could see in like I had witnessed from the road. The bad thing about this was they didn't have any AC on in the actual hallways or rooms of this building. So the second you walk into this separate building, you are slapped with this still, dead hot air. The short walk up the stairs and halfway down the hallway was pretty exhausting. I guess I could mention this takes place in the early fall, but it was a summer in the Midwest that really spilled into the fall. 
We get into the room, crank the AC, drop off our bags, and head to the rehearsal dinner. Dinner was fine, we had some drinks, we didn't overdo it. Later that night, we walked back into our now icebox-like room, really not complaining about it. I immediately got into the bathroom, and my girlfriend goes to the bed. I flip on the light to see that there is no lid or toilet seat on the toilet. By lid, I don't mean the lid that sits on the toilet seat, I mean the lid on the top of the tank. While I'm peeing into this extremely exposed toilet, I hear my girlfriend complain that there are no sheets on the bed. As I walk in, she has the corner of the blanket pulled up a little, just showing the bare mattress. I decide to come up and pull the blanket all the way back to see if the fitted sheet just folded in or something. As I pulled the blanket back, there it was, a nice reddish brown blood stain right on the mattress. My girlfriend looked at me and said, I am not sleeping on that thing. I didn't really know what to do. I figured we should at least call and try to get some sheets if we're going to make this work. We call and we call. Nothing. So we decided to go to the Walmart in Warrensburg. That's right. I ended up driving to Warrensburg anyway. So much for a conveniently closer hotel. Before we make the drive all the way down, I decided to stop at the front desk to see if I can find anyone. The lights are off and the doors are locked, but I can still see movement. As we pulled on the handle of the door, hearing the lock hit, we noticed a figure stop and shuffle back behind one of those small office ficus trees. The clerk just stood behind this skinny little office plant hiding from us, but not very well. The standoff went on for a while. Eventually our tiredness was no match for her ability to avoid us. I retreated to my car and headed to the Walmart. There we bought like three cheap moving blankets to go over the bed entirely and a couple $5 throw blankets to cover ourselves with. The night's sleep wasn't all that terrible. I was so tired from the day that I didn't really mind hearing the random man screaming outside of the building at 3am. That's not even sarcasm. I really did sleep right through it. It was my girlfriend that didn't. The next morning, we went down to the front desk. It was the same woman from the ficus standoff last night. She's talking to someone at the desk very casually, like this is probably a friend stopping by. I'm eavesdropping a little and hearing stuff like, oh, she's going to be a great mother, and when did she have them? They go on for a while until the woman behind the counter says, I think she's waking up. The woman comes around to join the clerk as they both start looking under the desk. A very recently pregnant dog comes walking around the two women as I see the woman hold up a wet puppy she had under the desk. Sorry, my dog recently had babies, the woman said as she greeted us. We told her about the blood, the sheets, and the toilet. She said she would look into it. About 30 minutes later, a very tall and strange man brought us some spare towels and a sheet before leaving. We never put them on. That night, we decided to just trust our Walmart moving blankets. The wedding went great. I had a really great time and drank way too much, which finally made me feel a smidge better about the whole ordeal. But maybe I was just trying to make myself feel better about my poor decision. I passed out the next night and woke up feeling hungover and exhausted from poor sleep. I got McDonald's right next door and drove straight home to nap on a bed with real sheets and blankets and no blood. Thanks, Trevin. If you liked that, check out Trevin's other work, including the podcasts Live, Laugh, Larceny and Welcome to Paradise It Sucks. He's our engineer. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. So take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-crafted seasonal recipes to their new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. 
So don't call for delivery when you need dinner fast. Think HelloFresh. Their fast and fresh recipes are ready in just 15 minutes or less. Plus, HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout. You're going to save a ton of money. You'll get pre-portioned ingredients to help you cut down on food waste, while their step-by-step instructions make cooking a breeze, not a chore. HelloFresh is a no-brainer. I've even signed my parents up for deliveries, and they love it because they're getting quality proteins, fresh produce, and plans that fit their lifestyle. Now, they agree with me that HelloFresh is the way to go when you want to avoid the grocery stores and eat fresh at home. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Andrew50 and use the code Andrew50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Andrew50 and use code Andrew50 for 15% off plus free shipping. And now, the final story in our trilogy of Travel Terror. A honeymoon suite that's not so sweet from newlywed Sarah. This was a pretty nice hotel. A chain, but one of the fancier flagship hotels. Certainly wasn't cheap. It was our honeymoon in San Francisco. The honeymoon suite, in fact. We enjoyed the room for all it was worth, if you catch my meaning. And the next morning decided to treat ourselves to some way too expensive room service because it was our honeymoon, damn it. Nothing too fancy, just some basic omelets and fruit and toast, stuff like that. My husband called it in and they said it would take about 30 minutes. So we occupied ourselves with the newlywed stuff for a half hour or so. 40 minutes went by. The room service still hadn't arrived. We said we'd wait another 10 minutes and then check. It was summer. It was a Saturday morning. Busy time for room service and everything, but still not here. So my husband calls the desk and they put him on hold. Transfer him to the kitchen, and they say it's been delivered. Why didn't anyone knock, he asked. Tracked down the kid who delivered it, and he said that he didn't knock just because he he forgot. So, anyway, our breakfast was there on a nice linen-lined cart right outside our door pretty much the whole time. We wheel it in, take the little metal dome thing off, and everything is gone. Like, (laughs) there's supposed to be two pieces of bacon, and one was gone, and most of the other stuff had been eaten. Remnants of eggs, just the toasts of crumbs left. So in between that car arriving at our door and us discovering it, someone just came by and helped themselves. Oh, and they definitely used their hands to eat it too because the silverware was untouched. The carafe of coffee we ordered was empty, so I guess they either chugged it or brought their own cup. It was all very strange. And when we told the front desk about it, they wouldn't comp us or refund us anything because the meal had been delivered to our door. They'd done everything they were supposed to do. It was our fault that it got eaten. Oh, I forgot about the shit. Sorry. Can I can I say shit? Well, anyways, I said shit. So after we didn't eat our $80 room service breakfast, we put the car down in the hall and didn't leave the room again until nighttime. So like eight hours maybe. And the car is still there waiting to be picked up. And just as soon as we saw it, when we opened the door, we were hit by this wave of a horrible smell. Someone had shit or left a shit on one of the plates. I don't know if it was the same person who ate our food and that was them coming back to finish the job or what, but it was unmistakably shit. (laughs) 
All right, it's just past noon, which means it's time to clear out of the room so the housekeeping staff can clean it for the next unfortunate guest. Let's wheel away our luggage and listen closely to another installment of Andrew's Travel Tips. Tip number one, don't take hotel recommendations without vetting them. Sure, you love your relatives and friends, and their advice is usually spot on, but measure twice, cut once. You know what I mean? You don't have to take their recommendations on travel accommodations, but if you do, check it out first. This is what the internet is actually great for. Tip number two, bringing your own bedding isn't the worst idea. If you're on a road trip or on some other kind of excursion where you've got the luxury of some extra space, like a car trunk, why not just bring along a cheap set of sheets and a blanket? Lots of people bring their pillows when they travel because it lets them sleep better. If you feel safer sleeping on sheets whose lineage and cleanliness history you can track, do it. Tip number three, receive confirmation. This is just good common sense for the traveler, neophyte, or old pro. Whether it's that your food was delivered, or your room is in fact reserved, or your flight is taking off when it's supposed to from where it's supposed to, it doesn't ever hurt to ask or double check. Some weirdo might end up eating bacon that you paid for. Well, until your next stay in podcast land, thanks for listening to Welcome to Paradise, It Sucks. And don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us. While you're at it, follow me at Let's Not Meet Cast on Instagram for more updates on upcoming episodes and check out my other shows, Let's Not Meet a True Horror Podcast and Odd Trails at crypticcountypodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've got the worst vacation experience, we want to hear about it. It could form the basis of the next classic episode. Tell us about it. Please email us at welcome to paradise it sucks at gmail.com. Welcome to Paradise It Sucks is a collaboration between Cloud 10 Media and Cryptic County. The executive producers are Andrew Tate and Sim Sarna. The producers and writers are Brian Boone and Devin Ruskin. The audio engineer is Trevin Barty. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.